My name is Blake Huffine, and I'm the pastor here at the Movement Church. Welcome to our podcast. I hope this message inspires you. hope it grows you closer to Jesus Christ. So let's jump right in and receive the message. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Movement Church. In this video, we're talking about the danger of rushing the term. Now, we as Christians believe that when we step into faith with Jesus, that we uh, have a calling. We have a place that we are supposed to serve in the kingdom. Now, there's a danger in that because when people step into faith with Jesus, they tend to hyperfixate on this idea of them having a calling, them having a place that they're supposed to serve. And so they have a uh, tendency to step in the first door that they see available to them. For instance, if I was to come to your house and I needed to use the restroom, uh, if I started off down the hallway and I took the first door on the left or to the right, that's probably not a good idea because one could be a, a closet, could be a bedroom, could be steps going up or down, right? And if I go into that room and it is not the correct room that I should be going to to use, you're going to become very angry with me and you're probably not going to want me to come back. And so in the same way, we have this in the kingdom where if we step into the first door that is available to us, it can be dangerous because it could be where we're not actually supposed to operate. It could be a calling that we are not fit for. It could simply be someone else wanting you to fulfill this role that they have a, an opening for, or it could be it could be numerous things, right? We don't want to pinpoint this, but it could not, most certainly, it could not be where you're supposed to serve. And so today I want to go into the scripture and talk about a couple places where we see that people um, rush the term and didn't wait on God. And then we're also going to look at some places where uh, they did wait on the will of the Father, where they did wait on God. So to start out, we're going to go to Genesis 15, and I'm just going to kind of paraphrase this whole thing, give a summary, right? This is where we see the promise to Abraham that he would have a son, that him and Sarah would uh, have a child. So God promises Abraham a son, and Sarah was unable to have children. So she decided to help God out a little bit. She decided to speed up the process. So she gave her servant Hagar to Abraham for him to, to go into her so they could conceive a child so that they could, you know, fulfill this promise that God had made. And so what it did is it really became an issue, right? When we read about what happened, uh, she was, her mistress was despised in her sight. She, Sarah was just like disgusted with her. She treated her harshly. She didn't want anything to do with her. And Hagar actually ran away. And so she had a son named Ishmael, Hagar did, and uh, God, you know, God upheld his end of the deal on, on blessing them and being there for them. But um, what we see later on is that Sarah actually did conceive a child under Abraham, and they named him Isaac, and this was the promised son that God had promised him. But what we can learn here is that this was not the will of God for there to be issues in this family, in this, in this, you know, this core group of people. This was not the will of God. If they had just waited on God's promise, right, there would not have been the issues of the anger, the bitterness, and, and likewise the harsh treatment for her. We see here an example of them rushing the term. And so we're using this idea of rushing the term because in the same way with a pregnancy, you know, the typical span of a pregnancy is nine months. And if that term gets rushed, if there's a, a pre, you know, an, an early birth, uh, there's birth defects, right? There can be issues, uh, development issues, uh, motor skills can be affected. There's so many things that can happen whenever a baby does not develop in the full span of the nine months. And so in the same way, when we rush the term of our walk with Christ, when we rush the term and in going into our calling, 
You know, sometimes there's a development stage that has to happen before God's ready for you to step in that place you're supposed to serve. There's a building up, right? Because you've been born again when you step into faith with Jesus. And so there's a lot of things that you have to learn and relearn and and get in touch with the Spirit and let the Holy Spirit teach you things so that you can serve the way you're meant to serve in the calling that God has for you. So let's get an example of someone who did wait on God's promise, someone who did not rush the term, someone who uh, did it correctly. And that, of course, is Jesus Christ. Okay, there was many, many times that Jesus was uh, faced with the opportunity to rush the term, to step into the calling that God had for him, but he did not. Okay, so let's jump to Matthew 3, and I just want to read this a little bit. So after the baptism of Jesus, when Jesus was baptized and he received the Holy Spirit, and you know, at the end of chapter 3 in, in the book of Matthew, we see that Jesus then was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the Spirit by the devil. He was led by the spirit to be tempted by the devil. And so, you know, there's many things that he tempts him with. He tries to get him to turn the stones to bread, all these things, throw himself off of the top of the temple. But down here at the bottom, the devil took him to a very high mountain right here at verse eight. The devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to them, all these things I will give to you if you fall down and worship me. This opportunity for Jesus to be king. Now, we know Jesus was called to be king. That was the place he was meant to serve. Jesus was the fit, was the one who was fit to be the king, the king of all nations, the king of all kings, right? And so here, early in the ministry, right when he steps out of this temptation uh, or out of this baptism, he has this temptation to step into the kingship, to be able to be a ruler, but yet he does not. He, he counters it with scripture, and he says, this, you know, I'm going to fulfill the will of my father. That only the, you shall only have served the Lord your God. Then we go to John chapter six. I'm going to use that when he feeds the five thousand. When Jesus feeds the five thousand, uh, after he does the miracle, when the people saw the sign which he performed, they said, "Truly, this is the prophet who is to come into the world." And watch this: Jesus perceiving that they were intending to come and take him by force to make him king, withdrew again to the mountain. By himself alone. So again, another opportunity for Jesus to become king, and yet he does not. He withdraws and he goes back to God. He seeks God out again so that he can fulfill the calling, so he can fulfill the kingship role that God has laid out for him. And finally, I go to chapter 7 of John, and this is where he's going to the Feast of Booths, and uh, his brothers were trying to get him to go there, show himself, do the miracles in front of everybody so that everyone can see how great he truly is, but yet they had doubt in him. But this is what it says. Therefore his brothers said to him, this is chapter 7, verse 3, leave here and go into Judea so that your disciples also may see your works which you are doing. For no one who does anything in secret, or no one does anything in secret when he himself seeks to be known publicly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world, for not even his brothers were believing in him. So Jesus said to them, my time is not yet here, but your time is always opportune. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify of it that its deeds are evil. Go up to the feast yourselves. I do not go up to this feast because my time has not fully come. Now it says he actually snuck on later. He snuck into the into the feast and actually went, but he didn't go publicly as they were asking him to. He didn't go to ex- just to be extravagant and to show out and to do all the great things that he's capable of doing because his time had not come. It was not time for him to do that just yet. And so this, there's a danger in rushing the term because you can actually counter 
the, the will of God in your life. You can actually interrupt what God is trying to do. You can, you can delay, you can postpone things that God wants you to walk in, like the Israelites walk in the desert. They weren't supposed to be there in the wilderness that long, but because of their unbelief, because they, 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 they stumbled, they disrupted the, the will and the calling for them for what they were supposed to inherit in that time. And so in the same way in our lives, what we can what we can conclude here is that there is a danger when it comes to rushing the term. If you're feeling called to do something, if you feel, and this is goes for as far as even if you're, you're feeling led to witness to somebody, you're, you're feeling led to share your faith with them, let the Holy Spirit lead. Don't overstep the Spirit because it's only going to be by His leading that one is successful in doing so. So whether it's fulfilling your calling, whether it's witnessing to somebody, let the Holy Spirit lead. Do not rush the term. Let the development happen that needs to happen before you try to walk through each door. Let God show you that this is the door that you are supposed to walk in. Let's close in a prayer. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your revelation, and we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We ask that you continue to lead us in the Spirit, and uh, God, just open our eyes to see which door is fit for us to walk in so that we can fulfill our calling, so that we can uh, obey your will, God, so that we can be submitted to you and what you want to do in our life God, help us not rush the term, but help us walk in divine appointments and in in divine timing so that we can uh, do your will and so that we can live out your calling that you have laid out for us. And we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for joining. I'll see you next week.